This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Well, actually, you're going to hear this on Friday for the first time, so it'll be the day after Thanksgiving on the WMLD. My car sounds like a turkey. It's like... <laughs> I, you know, she called me. <laughs> so she called me yesterday because we were going to do the podcast yesterday, and then we decided to do it today, which is Wednesday. And um, I'm listening to her. We're just chatting, 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 chatting. And I'm like, what the hell is that sound? I'm like, is that your car? And it's like... It sounds like Chewbacca or a turkey. It's like, yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? She's like, it's my car. Yeah, it's got a pulley going bad, and I I can get the part. I just don't want to spend the money on the part because I want to spend my money to go shopping at the outlets on Friday. So that's gonna have to wait till next week. (laughs) I can't believe that car's lasted as long as it has. No, it's two years old. I mean, it's a good car. The only thing wrong with it is the little pulley system. No, I know, but I'm like, it was an older car to begin with. Yep. And then you got it. And then She's you a Honda, ha- baby. They I know. It just kept going and going. But, um, so I know for me, like, I'm, <laughs> Danielle's still going through a GERD flare. So I can't fucking really eat anything tomorrow. And it really freaking pisses me off because I trained for this shit all year, which is probably why I have GERD to begin with. That's sad for you. It is a little to sad. Me, if it makes you feel better, I will go in fully intending to gorge myself and then I'll only be able to take four bites before I'm full. That's because your stomach's the size of a walnut. But I still also won't be able to eat like I want to eat. Well, I mean, to me, it's like, I don't know. My mom called me last night and um, so I have a hiatal hernia. So they were... The doctor is like, you know, maybe it's time for us to repair it because what I'm going through is like fucking stupid, like to be sick this long. And um, and I was like, well, I don't know, because you hear about these hiatal hernia surgeries and they don't last. Like people are like, eh, I got it. And it was great for like a second. And then it came back. And I'm, he was like, well, they have these new ones. He was like talking to me about that. And I'm like, how about if we just do the scope first? And let's, right. let's, let's see where we're at. Let's give it a little look, Sam. Yeah. Because I commit to surgery. Right. Before we get into all that, because more than likely it was stress that put me here. Right. And I think everybody knows at this point, the way you talk about it, they're like, she works all the time. I never have time for anything. But no wonder I got to this place. Like he's like, you probably got an ulcer and everything else based on what I have going on. So I can't really eat tomorrow. And it makes me really angry because it's like I trained for this all year. But basically we're doing the normal white people food and i'm okay with it so it's like mashed potatoes sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top and oh, yeah. turkey creaming casserole Ugh. rolls no, deviled eggs casserole gets a bad rap that i don't eat awesome. it i'm not touching it well no. that's because you don't eat vegetables well green beans in and of itself can go screw itself i'm not touching it and then you put um cream of mushroom, cream of mushroom. <laughs> like you know what do you it's like a death sentence for that casserole like no you know it's I mean? delicious it's fucking no. delicious. I don't care who you are. That shit is delicious. You know, even with dishes where they're like, it's like a casserole in and of itself. We're like, you know, hey, you need a can of cream of mushroom soup and like maybe some sour cream. Oh, no, we get cream of chicken. We don't put any cream of mushroom in shit. And I remember when I was growing up, my mom would make like Salisbury steak type things within the cream of mushroom sauce. And I would pick out all the mushrooms. You think I would just do that still because they're only little tiny bits in the cream of whatever it is? No, I still don't. But I'm really upset about it. So my bro- my son comes home today. His um his deployment got pushed back like about a month. <laughs> and my parents take him off to go get running shoes because he's been getting shin splints. And I was telling Jamie this off 
air before we like got signed on. And he comes home and he comes in and he goes, it sucks to be you, but my mom's going to make me an extra tray of deviled eggs. And I'm like, well, why should she make an extra one? He was like, because I want a tray to myself. Jesus Christ. And because I was I like. all the deviled eggs. Doesn't he have to lose six pounds? Yeah, he's going to have to lose six pounds. And I realized the eggs are all protein, but there's mayonnaise and mustard. Oh, I know. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hard tomorrow. And then, you know, I'm going to, and then I'm going to get back one thing. So I'm like, okay. But then I looked at him and I was like, do you have any idea that you're going to eat a whole tray of deviled eggs your and you're going to blow your ass out? Your whole house goes stink. It is. I was like, you, and I looked right in his eyes. Like I was dead serious. It's like, you're going to blow your, you're going to blow your O-ring out. And he was like, now I was like, oh yeah, it's going to come out of your ass like hot sulfur lava i was like the poor cleaning lady is going to come on saturday and wonder what all his backsplash is on the underside of the toilet and it's going to be from your ass from the deviled eggs my your grandmother made you and he's just like i can't wait like he's just in his glory you know my mom and pup up took him to go get new running shoes and now they're making him deviled eggs special oh did he have a mom and pup he had a mom and pup up day and it's just so funny so he came home and he was like sucks to be you since you can't eat but i'm gonna have me a whole tray of deviled eggs i'm like well good luck to your asshole Oh, following so this past weekend jamie went to an estate sale oh you guys this is so freaking fantastic okay go ahead so I'm let hilarious. me just tell you exactly what an estate sale is basically somebody dies and then your relatives call and they're like hey we don't want to go through this bitch's shit why don't you just come in and sell everything and then there's a bunch of people walking through your house rummaging through your be- bedroom while you're dead so you're basically <laughs> rummaging through a dead person's shit. <laughs> I was very respectful, but the whole time I was in there, I was like, because I'm nosy. So I'm thinking, oh, this is great. Like, I'm getting ready to tell. So of course my phone goes off. <laughs> like, I'm getting ready to like, tell the world, like, get in here and figure out everything about this woman. Mm-hmm. So I walk in and there is a, it's a stove, by the way. It's not a stall? It's a stove. A stove? Okay. It's a mink stove. It's basically cool. a mink wrap. So I go in, and the first thing I do is beeline <laughs> to this woman's closet. <laughs> I love the way you say closets, by the way. Closets. Anyway. Like cloths and pickle. I do. Closet. Anyway, I, I beeline for a closet, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking for vintage dresses. Like, that was what I went there for. You mean they didn't even take them out of her closets? They just kept them in there and yeah, go up to her bedroom? Yeah, closets, and we're like, go on. Go through it. Like, we were literally going through her shit. Like in her bedroom, in like her they bed didn't even pull it out. Drawers, shit like that. We, no, I'm telling you. Wait, I don't remember you telling me this part. That is horrendous. It is the most disrespectful disturbing. Thing. But I was all for it. I was for it. So <laughs> anyway, I see, I see this mink stove. <laughs> I see this mink stove in this closet, and I, I pull it out and I put it on, and I said, Sally, because Sally was with me, and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Tell me, I don't need that." And she was like, "You fucking don't need that." <laughs> lie to you you do not need that <laughs> so i put it back on the hanger and i'm like yeah i don't need it <coughs> and the, the girl looks at me and she says everything's 50 percent off and i was like i don't need it like oh now my phone's going off sorry what Hold the on. fuck am i gonna wear that to yeah like like when am i going to the country club like i'm not i'm not hanging out with the rockefellers I'm just going to put it back. So I go upstairs and I find like a little top and, and some Avon things and this amazing ring. And I go downstairs and as I'm walking by, it's still in the closet. And I saw a lady pick it up after I left. So I thought, okay, she's going to buy it. 
but it was still in the closet. And then the girl reminded me again that things were 50% off. So now I own a mink stole. <laughs> that I don't fucking need. And I don't have anywhere to wear it. But it's fucking fantastic. Oh my God. I'm going to come over to your house one day and you're going to be in your pajamas wearing your mink stole and you're going to be like chain smoking, watching like some thing on ID Discovery. Right. Paco was like, babe, why? <laughs> I know. I love Paco's response. I, I don't even know <sighs> why. I don't even know why. I just, I had to have it. And I need you to not judge me. <laughs> I totally was judging you when you told me yesterday. So the inside of it is embroidered with the lady's name. And her oh. name was Marie Perillo. Oh. And so what does Jamie do? I had to Google this bitch because I just rummaged through her shit. The least I could do was get to know her. <laughs> like I can't buy her dinner. Let me get to know her. Well, it's like Perillo tours. So. Like they tour you around she, Italy. So she was originally from New York, Italian. You think? Yes. With a name like that. Right. Her husband was probably in sanitation. <laughs> anyway, um, <sighs> she moved to Newcastle, had a couple kids, whatever. But she was a flower arranger. Like she would do these big elaborate arrangements. She'd do weddings, things like that. She was 91 and a half years old when she finally retired. And the only reason she retired is because she got kidney cancer. Mm. And then she died at 93. Wow. So she lived a very long, full life. Yes, I would say so. She also had a full-length mink that if it's there next weekend, when I go back to this estate sale, just to get this coat, I'm buying the coat. What? I mean, how, how do you know how much they are? Do they have... Price tags on each drawer since you're opening her her well, diddle drawer. Yeah, basically everything's going through and everything's tagged. Oh, it is tagged. So uh-huh. when you open her drawers in her dressers, it's tagged. Uh huh. Like shirts are like eight bucks and, and things like that. So yeah, it's all like very well organized. Because I was it's confused organized about that. chaos is what it is. Basically, it's organized enough for people to come in and rummage through her shit and then roll. Hmm. But and you want to go again next weekend? There's, but there's a full-length mink. I might have to go with you. A full-length. If I length, can. Full-length. Like, to the floor. Come scoop me up. I might want to go with you. I might be like, Danielle, let's go. Yeah, because I've never been to one. It would be fantastic. But if I die. <laughs> don't let anybody do that to you. Don't have an estate sale because <laughs> I won't want anybody that rummages through my shit. Like, stay the fuck out of my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could have, like, pulled the shit out of her bedroom and put it somewhere, like, on racks or something, instead of people going in there and, like, fucking rummaging through mm. the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, that's what gets me. It's like, you know, everything's, like, in the bedroom, in her closets, you know, and there's Lainey knocking at the door. I know, like, she left because she thought she was going to get food from somewhere, I oh, guess. Wait. I don't know. That is insane. It's so neat, though. It is. It was, it was neat on Mosquito, as you would say. That is very neat, a mosquito. Um, well, what are you doing for, what's going to call it? Thanksgiving? Yeah, because I talked about my Thanksgiving. So I, I know you go- already told me, but you can tell I'm them. going to my sister's. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you tell them the story? Or uh, you to? So my sister and my mom were fighting. My older <laughs> sister. And so my older sister uninvited my mom to Thanksgiving. So my mom calls and she's like, your fucking sister's blah. Like she does. So we have a family group chat. My mother is not in it. It's me. My sisters, my daughter, my niece, and Tyler, and Tyler's girlfriend, Kylie. Mm-hmm. So, 
Carrie's like, your grandmother's not coming, blah, blah, blah. And my nephew, <laughs> my nephew pulled the new baby card. He pulled the new baby card like a motherfucker. He was like, first of all, he pulled the death card. He was like, you never know when it's your last holiday with somebody. So I don't think it's right for us to not pull it together for the holidays. And I was like, oh shit, listen to him making sense. And then he was like, and it's my daughter's first ha- fucking Thanksgiving and we're going to take pictures all together as a family and that's how it's going to happen. So you need to reinvite my mom to Thanksgiving dinner. And Carrie was like, fine, <laughs> fine. Like you could tell she was not happy about it, but fine. Oh my so God. This, tomorrow should be interesting. Um, I didn't know I was making macaroni and cheese until today. So after I leave here, I got to go to the grocery store and get shit to make macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. I mean, so many, I they probably the, see. I want to be at the grocery store the night before Thanksgiving. I know. Well, are you off on Friday? I am off. Oh, so they did Tomorrow. give you up on Friday? And for, I have a four-day motherfucking weekend. I know, me too. Well, I'm going to go to Kathy's probably Friday because I know she's down at the beach and I don't have to worry about those fucking kids. So I'm just going to go and put the checks in anyway on Friday. Because mm. I don't want to fall behind on that shit. And next month, next week's the end of the month and it's going to be a whole fucking thing. So I'm still going to go to Kathy's on Friday and put the checks in and probably start the billing at least. Oh, yeah, because next Wednesday is the first. Oh, goody. So you, I should have my check. That's mm-hmm. nice. Um, what else is nice? So we have to talk about um, the case that happened today. Yes. Yes. We oh, do. my God. Why did I just go blank? What's Aubrey. God, sorry. I just went blank. And I don't know why. I'm looking at you going, read my mind. It's in there. Pick it out of there from the recesses of my mind. I did. Um. They all got convicted, and I want to just yes. make sure we talk about that. And you know what? There's been a lot of controversial shit that's going on we don't have to talk about. But the one thing I have to, I told Jamie today was, if you are on any other side other than they deserve everything they get, and I hope they drop the soap every fucking day and get it up their ass with that lube the rest of their entire days, then you're on the wrong side. Right. Period. They got what they deserve. Yep. It's coming to them full tilt. Their karma is going to keep going. Yep. And that's how because it should they, be. They were a bunch of cocky motherfuckers. I'm going to make a citizen's arrest of this poor guy jogging. They chased him the hell down, and then they and then cops they, like helped him cover it up. They fucking lynched it's disgusting. him. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting what happened to them. It should never happen in this world. So we're world. extremely excited that you know those people that did that to him are yes. going the fuck to jail. Absolutely. I'm, Boy, bye. Like I remember. Well, my husband actually had an interview today because he's like, you know, it's time for me to go back to work. And I'm like, yeah. It's like, I want him to go back to work, but I don't want him to go back to work because I kind of like working with him at home in a lot of ways. But I also know for him, he's like, it was only supposed to be temporary. It's right. temporary. It's time to let me go. He's, so I'm like, let your, let the boy let him fly. fly. Yeah. Let, let him, my husband fly. So anyway, so he had an interview today and uh, right before he went, he came into the office and he was playing the phone or he had the phone out and he was listening to the verdict live. And you got to hear on count, blah, 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 on count, blah, 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 guilty, guilty, guilty. And I was like, wow. And I just like, I started tearing up and I cried and I was like, mm. and it's going to make me tear up now. But I'm like, I hope that family feels better tonight because what happened to their son and their family member should have never happened. Not in this country, not ever. Right. So I just wanted to get that out of there. And no, we don't have to like cry through the whole thing, but I just, I can't imagine being somebody's family knowing like my son or my you know, my nephew or something like the things that he went through and how terrified he must have been and the things that those people did to help those fucking criminals get yep. away with what they did. 
And that's just not something we're going to tolerate. You know what? It's it's good closure for them right on yes. Thanksgiving, right before the holidays. It is. It's and it's like, it doesn't bring them back and all that stuff. But you know what? Every single day, they're going to get what they deserve and they should. So on that note, let's get into something a little better. Let's do it. All right. So I've got this one that I told Jamie about. And it's an am I the asshole? Yes. And I'm always so suspect about it. And this is why. She was like, every time you get an I the asshole, you wonder if it's fake or not. And I'm like, well, first of all, Jamie should understand these things because sometimes Jamie will post things just to stir the pot, just to get people going. And then yeah. she watches the fallout of everybody like, you know, giving her the business and I she thinks that. it's great. I do that. So why wouldn't somebody else do it? So anyway. To so be this fair, is- I was just trying to get through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I remember one time I was like, what did you post that for? You're like, just to see what the fuck would happen. And, and look what happened. It was gold. Right. And I'm like, okay. Comedic um, gold. So this was one that came on Am I the Asshole? Okay. And it's the first time I've had one and I thought I would share it. Let me know what you think. So it says, Am I the Asshole for not letting my daughter go to her homecoming dance? My daughter is 14 and a freshman in high school. She came home one day after being at her mother's for a week. We split custody and wrote homecoming on our calendar and starts talking about all the plans she's made with her best friend to go to homecoming together. Homecoming week happened to fall on a week she was with me. She starts raving to my wife and I about the dress her mom took her to buy and that she's matching with her friend. She had even bought a ticket already. Do you see how he's, whoever did this is setting it up to like, yeah, you're the fucking asshole. It seems like a pot right. sort of thing. Anybody who doesn't want to look like the asshole is not going to put all this shit in there. Right. So that's, it's just, it's automatically curious. Okay. I was furious with her entitlement to just make all these plans without asking me first. I can admit it's not just her fault, but her mother's as well for not clearing it with me before buying her the dress and the ticket. In fact, I wouldn't put it past her and her mother to have bought the dress and ticket before asking in order to force me into letting her go. Why would you not want her to go? It's fucking homecoming, you fucking turd. Somebody's a fucking bitter ex-husband. That's what this is. This is, again, this is a shit stir. This is why I'm thinking. So follow along because it keeps going. I want to teach her a lesson about asking first and not assuming that I'm just going to let her do whatever she wants and that she can't manipulate people in order to get her way. Where's the manipulation, by the way? I haven't seen a single ounce of that, which is pot stirring again. So I told her that if she'd asked first, I'd have been happy to let her go to her homecoming dance. But since she decided to make plans and buy stuff before even asking if she could go, I wasn't going to let her. She cried and told me that you only get one homecoming. And I told her maybe she should have thought about all that. I said all homecomings are the same anyway. She has three more opportunities to go and she's not missing much. See what I mean? Like, this doesn't seem like a normal thing for somebody to it's write. It's her first homecoming. Unless you're an extreme narcissistic person who's completely, like, I feel like literally stuffed up their asshole. Then that would make sense. So anyway, um, I said all homecomings are the same, blah, blah, blah. She stalked in her room for the rest of the day and I didn't and didn't talk much. I tried to comfort her. Why would you comfort her? But my wife said not to because I'd be teaching her that I'll give her my, my attention if she acts upset and cries. What is the fuck? Is your wife pulling your fucking strings? Like, what the hell is wrong with both of these fucking I people? Like, what kind of monsters? I feel like the wife is pulling his strings. I feel like this is completely made up. It, it is it shit stirring. Like, it's or fucking. actually it could be like the mother who's sick of tired of the narcissistic asshole person that she's dealing with and right. making it up and trying to put them on blast in her own way because it doesn't make sense so, like it starts off as like she was so happy she bought her thing she's matching with her girlfriend blah, blah blah that sounds like a mom thing to say and then all of a sudden she's not allowed to go well why isn't she allowed to go and it seems like okay well mom's making up the scenario what this narcissistic dad did or something that's what i'm thinking it sounds like to me but anyway 
So I went to comfort her anyway because I didn't think she was she was acting, but she rejected me. That infuriated me even more, so I left her in her room to cry alone. Her mother was furious when she found out and demanded that I pay her back the money she spent on the dress and homecoming ticket. I said absolutely not because she didn't clear it with me before buying those things, so it's her own fault. However, she contacted her attorney who contacted mine. And long story short, I got to sit down with my wife and our family therapist for a painstaking conversation about communication. This is the mother, I think, talking about this father. It's now long after homecoming and my daughter is pretty much back to normal, but she's still angry with me for not letting her go to the dance. I stand firmly by my decision to let her go, but was I an asshole? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. Even if you weren't real, this whole scenario is assholeish. But do you really think the that's... Holy-ish. Do you really oh. think this person... I don't, I don't That know. really let his daughter not go, not go? into it. No, no, he put his own opinion on there. Yeah, I think that... I think, think it's the mother You think doing it's the it. mother who's like, listen to this. I think... I think so. I think he's a bitch and his wife is pulling his strings and his wife doesn't like the daughter. I don't know. Or wanted to piss off the I wife. mean, it could be. Like, you know, that's the thing. So don't be writing into me. But, I mean, it could be because people are fucking nuts like that. And you hate to think that anybody's that nuts to do such a thing. Right. So, I don't know. But I'm like... But either way, that's an asshole move. If this it's is, a complete... If this is true, you're a fucking douchebag and... It's a complete super douchebag move. Right. If it really happened that way, I don't know. But it just... I wanted to read about it because I'm like, it sounds so... I don't know. Like, I, I can it's, see, like, if the person, if it's really the father saying, like, well, she was supposed to go to homecoming. She didn't talk to me about it first. I didn't make plans for that. And I'm not, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't go into detail about, oh, she bought her ticket. She bought her, you know, her right. dress. And she's matching it's with her like friend. She's so excited. Up, he made it up just to be like, I'm going to post this to Reddit. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying it almost sounds like that's the mother doing it. Right. Because the mother would be more inclined to be like, got her ticket. We got her dress. And she matches with her friend. And oh, my God. It's gonna so be now exciting. she's going to be like, so I did this in Reddit. And they said you are the asshole. Yes. That's yes. what I'm thinking. Because she's probably so sick and tired of dealing with somebody who's very similar to this. But she created that story. And she also hates the wife. Right. Because if the wife was that bad and she was neglected that bad mental mental wise, like why would she still be going over there for visits? Especially at that age, she doesn't right. have to go. At fourteen, you don't have to go. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like I know all this now because I've been through such custody bullshit the last six months that it's like I know exactly what's what all the time. So I'm like, none of this makes sense. This sounds like a mother trying to blast the father for being a cocksucker. Yeah. Anyway, I have a. Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm ready. This one is something. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Maybe this one's real. It says, woman, <laughs> woman asks if she was wrong to give her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend stuff to charity. So, this isn't about the menstruation. There's another one I have. Uh, oh, right. Okay. About the sister-in-law yeah, or something. About shit. the sister-in-law. Okay. So, this, this one is this the one, ex-boyfriend, or the boyfriend's ex-girlfriend stuff yes. is still at his place and she wanted to get rid of it. Right. And this bitch is an asshole. So is she? Says, yes. It says, donating to charity is a virtuous thing to do. If the items you donate were in the possession, your possession to begin with. A woman got into a fight with her boyfriend after she scavenged through his house and donated to charity all the items that once belonged to his ex-girlfriend. The boyfriend had said that he would get around to donating this stuff eventually, but when he didn't make the Goodwill trip quickly enough for her, she took matters into her own hands. Now listen to this shit. She says, am I the asshole? My boyfriend still had his ex-things laying around the house. They broke up in May of 2021. Mostly jewelry and clothing, which he told me he'd donate. It has been months, and I assumed 
he was just being lazy. I didn't like seeing her things whenever I opened a drawer. I'm not living with him, by the way, but I don't think it's healthy. I packed her stuff up last night and put them in a donation bin. After my boyfriend came back home from his job, he noticed the bedroom drawers were a bit open and asked me, were you snooping? I told him no and said I donated his ex's things. He got super angry at me and told me to leave. He said I violated his privacy and sold his property. It's not even his stuff. The Reddit jury sided with the boyfriend telling the jealous yet charitable girlfriend that she was indeed the asshole. She said, you're the asshole. It's not even his stuff. It's not your stuff either. And it's not your house. It's weird, yes. But you said it yourself. It's not your stuff. Well, she doesn't even live with him. Right. Nobody could blame the OP for asking him to get rid of the stuff. But to take matters in your own hands is not okay. You've been together a few months, but you took it upon yourself to invade his house and strip it of his property and his memories. Those, the only unhealthy attitude in this is yours. It was a massive violation. Stop bothering this poor man. Of course he's angry with you. You're a nightmare. <laughs> the only winner in this situation is the person who ends up with the donated jewelry. Congrats. Well, I kind of wonder how long the ex so, has been missing. Was it ever going to go back? Did he have a plan to ever give it back to her? Well, here's the thing. They had heard the ex had broken up and him and the ex had broken up in May. It's only November. So if you think about it, unless he was fucking this new girl when they broke up, they really, you think, okay, they broke up in May. Let's say... Well, then he started dating her for a couple months, so maybe say, he started dating her in August. Let's say in, like, July or August. Yeah. September, October, November. That's three months, bitch. That is three months you were not living with him. Don't fucking touch anything in his house. Well, I'm kind of wondering what are you going to do with it, though? Like, maybe he was going to send it back to her, like, or he just hadn't gotten around to donating the shit yet. But her to go in there and be like, I'm just going to do it myself. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, first and foremost, I agree. That was Petty White and, you you know, Petty LaBelle, whatever. Like, she shouldn't have done it. And then she tried to turn it around. Like, no, I was just being helpful. No, you weren't. No, no, you weren't. You wanted all traces of her gone so you You could pee on the apartment yourself. You were being jealous and stupid. Yeah. And now you look psycho. Yeah. And now he's probably going to break up with you. Yeah. Yeah. It'd just be crazy, yo. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a kind of an interesting thing, though. It's like, how do you bring up that conversation, though? At some point, you you got to purge that stuff to move on. So I would be kind of confused as to like why it's still there after this many months, and you're with someone new. And if they're together a couple months, they're obviously together. Maybe they may not be living together, maybe but he's like just lazy. Maybe he works hard <laughs> and he just hasn't gotten around to it. Like, no, I mean, it just begs the question, like, how long until you purge the other person's shit before the new girl is kind of like, uh, you ever going to get rid of this other girl's shit? I don't know. Like, why are you keeping it? I don't know. When I finally got my drawer at Paco's, because it started out with just a drawer, um, I was cleaning out the drawer and I was like, who the fuck's headband is this? And I tossed it and... <laughs> so you understand her right. a little bit. But the, here's the thing. Allison was... Our, my friend Allison, who's yeah. Paco's ex, was with him, like, I want to say at least, you know, five or six years prior to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just a headband that was thrown in a drawer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And I threw it away. And I was like, I told Allison, I was like, I found this ugly ass crush velvet fucking headband. I just tossed it. And she was like, bitch, never mind. <laughs> oh my God. So it was just still sitting but in the drawer? But it was still in the drawer. Like, and she made it seem like there was a shit ton of stuff, but we don't actually know how much stuff was there. Like, well, that's I what I'm saying. Was it already in a box or was right. it just strewn around? Like, she was see still there all the time. leaving this man 
and leaving her jewelry behind and her all like her clothes or anything like I like but there might be some clothes and maybe some like cheap jewelry that she wasn't interested in having anymore but I don't see her leaving mm. anything sentimental or anything like that around. I don't know. You got to know because it's like the way it makes it sound was there was like a buttload of shit over there. And you're kind of like, well, damn. All right. Is he going to pack it in a box and like move it along or what? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just there's not enough information for me. But either way. There never is with these things and it bothers me. There isn't enough information. But um, look, somebody was just snarky to me on a post and it really pisses me off. And I want to tell her to go kiss my fucking labia. Was it like a post on your page? No, I'm in like a support group for GERD and acid reflux. And my doctor had prescribed me protonics. And I was like, it's been so long since I've had to deal with anything like that, that I don't really, I've heard of protonics, but when I'm in my support group, everybody talks about different ones and I never hear about protonics. Right. So I actually posted, hey, saw my GI doctor today. He prescribed protonics. You know, how'd you guys do with it? Because, I mean, these people are on it. Like, they're like me. They already have, some of them have health, health anxiety. And so they really can tell you, like, what's what, you know, most of the time. And everybody's going to have different experiences. Like, for me, like, doubling 10 milligrams of omeprazole, like, really makes me ill. But if I just take a 20 milligram pill, I seem to do better. Right. For some reason, it's the doubling of the 10 that does it. Right. Worth. So, anyway. So he tried the protonics because he thinks I have this ulcer and it's really good for erosive esophagitis, which is what he thinks I have going on. The ulcer's there. Um, so I wanted to just ask the group, like what their experiences was. It doesn't mean I'm not going to take it. Like, I just was wondering what they were because everybody's so helpful. And it's a small, small group of people. There's only like 25 people in this group and we're all like really kind to each other. But then this woman comes on and goes, and all I asked was, Hey, what's your experience with protonics? My doctor just prescribed it today. Um, because the meprazole was kind of making me nauseous. And she said, stop reading what others experience, live your own life. Many can imagine what others experience. It's not healthy. Move on. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, Maureen McGovern Yeager. Right. I just gave your whole entire government name out. Whole government. I'm like, look, the, the, I want you to understand something. My anxiety works such that I don't listen to really what anyone says. <laughs> At the end of the day, I do what I'm going to do regardless. So shit on you, lady, for your nasty little response. And I never know what to say to them because I want to be like, stop being a miserable cunt. Is yeah. what I would like to say to her. But I don't know that it's even worth doing. Right. I'm just like, if you don't like that I asked how people do with protonics, because everybody talks about um, Dexalent. Like, they, everybody talks about that. They love Dexalent for some reason. It's like a long, like, it's like after everything fails, go on this stuff, you know. And everybody talks about how much they love that. But you never hear about protonics anymore. So, I don't know. It just was funny. And I'm like, hey, how'd you guys do with it? And a lot of people were like, I actually did better with it than I did with Omeprazole. Like, a lot of people. But then some people said, hey, it made me a little nauseous and I had to go back to Omeprazole. But at the end of the day, a lot of people said it worked really, really well and it helped me heal. And then here comes this little kind of rhythmic roo. Right. Kind of Rex. Kind of Rex. That's what I feel like saying to her. Thanks a lot, kind of Rex. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, who are you to tell me I can't ask a question, you fucking turd? Anyway, so <laughs> moving on. I want to mention something about this, this, this take and what you might think of it. So, and I know we talked about it a little bit before we came on because we always kind of go through it like if you guys don't know our process we're like oh I got this I got that I got this so this woman um is it's starting to make its rounds and it says a grandmother who's raising her grandkids after her son and fiance were killed by a drunk driver is pushing legislators to support a proposed new law that would make drunk drivers pay child support if the parent is killed and the proposed law is called Bentley's law so 
my kind of whole feeling is about it. Like, yes, it's obviously really sad. It should never happen. You know, you're going to be punished. And in those cases, most of the time they get what vehicular homicide, things like that. So they're going to go to jail one way or the other. Something's going to happen to them. But I'm like, if they have insurance, you're getting a payout. Right. So you're already being paid X amount of dollars for the loss. And it usually equates to what these people would earn in their lifetime. Now, I know that just from another experience that I went through a long time ago. So they look at you and say, okay, maybe you're an accountant. You make $50,000 a year at the loss of all of that because you've lost that income. So based on how much he made at $50,000 a year, they kind of guesstimate what this family would lose out on if he had lived being an accountant at whatever. Right. So they end up giving you X amount of dollars. And if you lost two, I would assume whatever. So I'm like, I don't know that I would want money from someone who killed my kids. Now I got my grandkids. Like, I don't know that I would ever want to deal with them ever again. Would I want to get to a place where I have to forgive them at some point in time just so I could move on? Sure. I mean, if I could ever get to that place. I don't know. But I don't know that I would want to check from them. Here's the thing, though. Most insurance companies, they aren't going to pay what people deserve anyway. They never do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They never do. Right. So I kind of feel in a way that she, like, say she gets $150,000. Mm-hmm. How old the kid? How old? How old's the kid? Like I don't know. They don't actually tell you in this. So it's say just that says her grandkids. Say the kids are like six and four. With today, like one hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's going to get you so far. But then there's college, and there's therapy bills, and there's all these things that you're going to need to have these kids do. I feel like there should be some restitution. But if that guy is going to jail for vehicular homicide, he's not going to have any money to give you anyway. Yeah, there's like no because money. there's no money. It's like, if somebody's in jail, you're not getting child support for those people in jail because they're in jail. They're not making the money to give you child support. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. I'm like, I, but weird, after they get out, I guess. But I, I'm sure she's angry and she's not, you know, thoroughly thinking through it. Well, I mean, a lot of people, like this was actually posted in my true crime group. And on Facebook, because, you know, again, we're called Straight from the Net, in case you guys right. forget why we do these things. We find all these things on the internet. Um, <clears throat> and they post it, and a, and a lot of people are like, I'm here for it. And then a lot of people are like, no, you sue for damages and you move on. I wouldn't want anything from these people. And right. I, 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 side with, I side with that side. I wouldn't want anything from them. Like, like you killed my family. Um, Go to jail. Yeah, and leave us the F alone. And please, God, don't ever, like, come back to anywhere near me or my family right exactly like at this point i would like you to go where you gotta go and i need to go where i gotta go and you know you you do you boo right kind of thing right okay i, I yeah i'm with you i uh, it's weird mm-hmm. okay so here's the i'm the asshole oh okay good okay this one you didn't really go into any detail about so i'm, I'm ready for it okay. all right so <laughs> this is gross so i'm just <laughs> letting all y'all know okay all right. Woman won't let sister-in-law stay at her house for Thanksgiving while she's menstruating. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, well, wait a minute. First of all, can I just say this without even going into it? Like, I know for whatever reason it's going to be awful. Yeah. Because there's a reason why she's doing what she's doing. Right. But could you imagine, like, um, are you going to be on your period when you come here for Thanksgiving? Because uh, right. we're going to need to know. Here. That's in here. It is? Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you have to ask the question. Okay, go ahead. So, she's wondering if she's wrong for putting her foot down. 
A woman is taken to Reddit to find out if she's the bad guy for refusing to let her sister-in-law stay in her house over Thanksgiving if she's menstruating. <laughs> the post is going viral and has already received 10,000 upvotes and 1,300 comments. Internet users have very strong opinions about this con- continuous topic. A uh, contentious, that's what it is, contentious topic. And they were quickly to side with the woman who authored the Reddit post. And this is why, listen to this shit. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so lacking common courtesy and hygiene. The woman explains that her sister-in-law invited herself to stay at her brother's home for Thanksgiving, but she, his wife, has stipulations for this arrangement. The wife refuses to let the sister-in-law stay if she's menstruating. And the history behind what caused this decision is pretty appalling. Mm. Don't fall palm. The woman goes to explain. <laughs> She's going to have to. A few times in the past, she has come to my home and stayed while she has been on her period. Both times she slept in our guest room and ruined our sheets and mattress pad. It looked like a massacre. The wife said that, oh. matters, that matters only got worse when they would find the dirty sheets in the laundry and the blood stains on the mattress pad, the sister-in-law would not tell her brother or his wife that she made the mess. Additionally, the sister-in-law would leave wrappers and bloody hygiene products in the toilet without flushing, as well as fluids on the toilet without cleaning it up. When the brother is too embarrassed to address the woman's bodily function, (laughs) the wife told her husband that he had to say something to his sister, but he explained he was too embarrassed to do so. The woman went on to say that they that the sister-in-law was moving out of the country soon, so they thought that that would solve their problems. However, the problem is in no way solved. She just informed us that she's coming for Thanksgiving and informed her that I don't want her sleeping over if she's on her period because the last few times she's left in a nasty mess and it was disgusting. The sister-in-law cursed her out and called her rude, saying that no one in her family liked her and only tolerated her because she was married to the brother. The wife expressed that she wasn't bothered by this fact, whatever, but she's still not going to let an adult stay in her home who could not control or clean after herself while menstruating. No, ew, that's so gross. How How much leniency should be given to a grown woman's hygiene? The wife concludes that her post, in her post saying that she understands that having a heavy flow is unpleasant, but that's an unacceptable to leave a mess for other people to clean up and frankly it's disgusting yeah as a grown woman yes she's now asking the internet if she was in the wrong for drawing the line for for her sister-in-law the internet was quick to support the wife many said it was completely disgusting unsanitary and rude for the sister-in-law to leave the messes that she did they go on to say that menstruation isn't the problem here it's the fact that the sister-in-law is just rude and disrespectful well and disgusting like just unkempt you a dirty hoe Many yeah. other readers came into the post anticipating that they would see the wife in the wrong, but the reading, <laughs> after the reading the entire situation, they can see that the wife is completely within her right to make the boundary that she did. What do you think? Was the wife justified not to let her sister-in-law stay for Thanksgiving, or is she just being nasty to her in-law? No, she's not doing any of that. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know why they didn't address it with her to begin with. Like The husband wouldn't do it. Well, no, when she was there and it was happening, if this happened yeah, but that twice. They said, yeah, but they said that she didn't, they thought the first time was like a fluke. Right. Like, oh shit, she was probably embarrassed. Yeah, but then the second time, be like, look, this and is the second, the second time you've been And then the second time it happened, she had already left the country and they were like, fuck it, we'll just, you know. Oh, okay, gotcha, right, why bother? But now she is coming back. And now okay. she's coming back. For some reason, I thought she was going to leave the country, but she didn't leave the country. I, I got it confused. Right. She didn't really so leave the country So now they're yet. like, oh, shit, she's coming back. And the wife was like, oh, no, ho. Oh, no, ho. Because first of all, Ugh. mattress pads are expensive. 
Second of all, sheets are not cheap. And you're a nasty hoe bag. And how are you not even going to flush, you dirty, dirty skin? She said hoe bag. (laughs) Uh, I haven't heard hoe bag in so long. It's gross. You are gross. I think it's really, really disgusting that, like, you can't clean up after yourself. And you know what you did. And you're in somebody else's home. And here's the thing. So she has very little care and she's dirty. She's just a dirty, unclean person. If you're on your period, like, if I start my period in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm like, ew, I need a shower. By the end of the night, I feel so disgusting because I'm gushing blood out of my chocha. <laughs> chocha. Yeah. That I need a second shower. Right. Like, I constantly, like, I have wipes, like, sanitary wipes that I keep with me when I'm on my period just to get clean when I'm not at home. Right. Because it's absolutely a disgusting feeling. Yeah. And then this bitch is like, eh. Whatever, I'm just going to roll around in it. Yeah, and like without any care to anybody else or their home or their property or any of that stuff. I think the part that probably got the sister, regardless of her being disgusting and nasty, is that nothing was sent, talked to her the first uh, the first two times she was there. Nothing was said. So she's about moving about her life, not I don't thinking know. that it's an issue. And then it gets brought up. And then, of course, she's, she's embarrassed and she's making a scene because she's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And she's a narcissist and she's like, I'm going to deflect. I don't know if she's necessarily a narcissist. She sounds oh, yeah. very, very dirty, and she's, she's embarrassed gross. and maybe a little toxic. I don't I mean, like her. I can tell you what narcissists look like, and it ain't any of that. I don't like her. No, I don't like it either. I think it's a really shitty fucking thing to do. No, I do. Yeah. I think it's a really shitty thing to do. Um, she's gross. It is absolutely gross. Um, I have something that I'm just going to tell you about, because I saw it last night. Let's see, the last night of this morning. It might have been this morning. So, you know, on Facebook now, like, they have TikTok sort of videos that come yep. up for you anyway. <laughs> and now I'm like, I feel bad because I haven't even, like, logged into TikTok and I can't tell you how long because all of it's, like, on Facebook and I end up getting stuck there. So I'm like, way to go there, meta. Whatever the fuck you guys are getting ready to be. You got me stuck on your site now. I don't even go to TikTok half the time anymore. But, so, there's these two sisters and they have like their own like sort of crabbing company like out in the Caribbean or something. Okay. And they were getting these types of crabs and I forget what kind of crabs they were. And I lost the stupid video and it pisses me off so bad. So anyway, they were trying to show you like, okay, because they're big ass claws on these crabs, right? And they have to like measure them and they have to come through a certain point. And if they don't, you send them back. And it was neat. So they bring up this thing and one's like a... um. I forget what it was. It was like a, a catfish or something, but it was like a, a dangerous catfish. You're like, you don't want to touch that one. It's got like spines on it that are like filled with venom or something. You want to throw that back in. And then there's this little tiny eeny crab. So they threw him back in because, you know, they have to whatever. Well, apparently these um, crabs, like you can't take the whole crab. You can only take their claws or their arms or whatever, their claws. You can only do that. Like they're some type of crab. I wish I could find it because I want to send it to you. And people were fucking outraged. And I'm going to tell you why. So you took the crab, legs off the crab, and then threw the crab back? Yes. <gasps> and only one of them. So, like, one has the claw, right, the pincher, the big fat pincher. And then the other one's some whatever else it was. And that one didn't fit the bill. Like, so they, like, checked it. And then the other one did. So they went into, like, one of the, like, knuckles it has or whatever or joints that it has. And, and it. made it pop its own arm off. And that's what they, I guess they do. 
Well, people were like outraged on Instagram. It's like two sisters fishing company or something like that. And it was like on Instagram and I lost this stupid fucking video. And people were like, how are you just going to cut his thing off and then throw it back in? And they were like, his arm grows back. Like we don't take the whole thing so they can continue to mate and do all those things. I'm like his. And then somebody was like, somebody said it'll grow back within a year. And somebody else said they grow back in like two weeks. I'm like, I cannot imagine it grows back in two weeks. That is like the fastest arm grow I've ever seen in my life. That is crazy. But apparently crabs do like in order to get away from predators, like if they were fighting or something, they can like let go of their own arms so they can get away. Yeah. And so that's what they were doing. They were kind of like doing this thing with like, it looked like a butter knife and it, it dropped its arm and they threw it back in there and. People were in an uproar. They're like, I can't believe you did that because you know they had to feel pain and it was probably so awful. And like all these people were flipping out on these poor women. And it was funny because up until that happened, it was like so educational. They're like, and this is this kind of crab and blah, blah, blah. Let's see this thing. We don't take this one because it's not, you know, and they're like, just take the whole fucking crab and kill it if you're going to do it. They're like, you can't keep the whole crab. Like, it was like pandemonium in the thing and all they kept trying to do was like you know try to make people understand like you know this is what really happens note to selves um this technique was a bad idea it was a very bad idea oh my god hold on a second hold on fucking snowflakes i know yes it was it was hilarious i wish if, if i can find it again i'll i'll post it on our straight from the net page what i just found this article North Korean sentenced to death by firing squad after students caught watching a smuggled copy of Squid Game. What? Yeah, that's what it says. The student who brought it in was sentenced to life in prison. A North Korean man has been sentenced to death for sneaking a copy of Squid Game into the country. What? The smuggler will be executed by firing squad after authorities caught a group of students watching the South Korean Netflix drama. Oh, because they're North Korea and it's South Korea. And in North Korea, you're only allowed to watch like 50s propaganda TV. Really? Yes. So according to Radio Free Asia, the man was accused of bringing a digital copy of the series back from China and selling them on USB flash drives. The student who brought the copy was sentenced to life in prison while six others who watched it were given five years hard labor. (gasps) Teachers and administrators at the school are also being punished with some being fired and sent to work in the mines. This all started last week when a high school student secretly brought a USB flashback drive containing the South Korean drama Squid Games and watched it with one of his best friends in class. A source in law enforcement in North Hamyong province told the outlet, the friends told several other students who became interested and they shared the flash drive amongst them. They were caught by censors in 109 Sangmu who had received the tip-off. Wow. What? Somebody like not like narc them out? 109 Sang Nu, officially known as Surveillance Bureau Group 109, <gasps> is a specialized government strike force that hunts down illegal video watchers. While consuming media content from capitalist countries, specifically US and South Korea, it's illegal within the dictatorship and punishable by death. If what? this is the first time the elimination of re- re- reactionary thought and culture law has been applied in a case involving minors. According to the source, the regiment will now mercilessly interrogate those arrested to trace every person in the distribution chain, leading to further arrests. Residents are engulfed by anxiety as the seven will will mercilessly interrogate it until authorities can find out how the drama was smuggled into the border closed due to the, it's closed due to the coronavirus. They said it means that the bloody winds of investigation and punishment will soon blow is what they said the bloody winds 
of investigation and punishment. Oh my God. The government is taking this incident very seriously, saying that students' education was being neglected. The Central Committee dismissed the school principal, their youth secretary, and their homeroom teacher. They were also expelled from the party. It is certain that they will be sent to toil in coal mines or exiled to rural parts of the country. So other school teachers are all worrying that it could happen to them too if one of their students is also caught up in the investigation. The source also claimed that one of the students who comes from a wealthy family was able to escape punishment after his parents bribed authorities with US do- 3000 US dollars. One of the main characters in the show, Player 067, Kang Sei Byok, played by Zhang Ho Young, is North Korean defector who enters the violent games to pay for a broker who can bring her parents across the border. Where is this from? What site is this? This is, hold on. Too fab. Yep. What the shit? Yep. So, yeah. Oh my god. So because one of the people in the fucking, um, in the Squid Show game show is a defector from North Korea, that makes it even worse. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so... That is insane. Yep, I just saw that. I was like, oh, shit. So he's... Wait, but they said he's getting life in prison and he's being executed? So that no, make the kid, sense. the teenager... The teenager who brought it in is getting executed? Is getting a life in prison. Okay. The... That's the one who brought it into the school. Okay. The person who brought it over from China originally is getting executed. Jeez. See, it's, it, I don't know. It's so funny. Like when you talk about our country and some of the things that are going on and it, it starts to make you a little angry, you know, like there are certain things like I can, you know, complain about like insurance and I, I just, we could get into all kinds of different things. Everybody's going to have their opinion about what this country could do different. Many opinions, I'm sure. But then, you know, you hear shit like that and you're like, oh, damn, man, I better right. just sit back with my high cost of insurance right. and my high cost of gas right. and shut the you, fuck up. You, you see something like that and you're like, I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I can watch Squid Game without getting shy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not as crazy as that, but I thought it was really funny. And it's a picture that got passed around and they made it into sort of like a meme. And um, this just was one, I guess it's a web, it's a page called yes or no. And somebody posted it to neighbor and said, this was at my door. I'm dead. And it is a bottle of tequila. And it said, and this is the note, dear neighbors. And I think this also sounds funny because again, both of the, the teenagers really pulled up their grades and they did such a good job. And they're all waiting for me to get better because we want to go see the new Ghostbusters movie and go out to dinner, but I can't fucking eat anything. So everybody's like sitting around oh, waiting for me to get better. It's out. Oh, shit. Yeah, we were going to go this weekend, but I couldn't get out of bed all weekend. I was like sick all weekend. So I'm like, movies. I feel terrible, but I want to take the kids out. And that was like, so that's what we're doing. We're going to go out to dinner and go see the Ghostbusters movie. But this is what these parents decided to do. So it says, dear neighbors, I hope this note finds you well. I feel like it is my duty to inform you that because our son, Chris, successfully accomplished his grade goals for the semester, that he's getting the drum set that we promised him. With that said, he will be practicing daily between the hours of 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., which sounds like a very long time, but he is very passionate. 
trust us that we are going to just, we're going to be just as annoyed as you. Truthfully, we did not expect them to pull off the 3.7 GPA or higher goal, but the fucker pulled it off, LOL. Anyway, please reach out to us if the noise ever becomes too unbearable. Here's some tequila to help bear the pain. Please call anytime the things we do for our kids, LOL. <laughs> Kindest regards. That is super cute. And they dropped off a bottle of tequila with it. As they should. I was like, that is amazing. Why can't we have neighbors like that? I actually probably do have neighbors like that, but I'm the asshole neighbor that never talks to anybody. And they're like, oh, wow, the wife is kind of a bitch. But then the husband, he's pretty cool because everybody always walks by and talks to Bruce. He's like, Mr. Let's talk and tell you my whole life. Don't know why, but he is. But, you know, here I am. I probably do have really nice ones, but, you know, it just what it is what it so, is. So, Heather... My bestie, Heather, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> she sent this picture, and she's like, I don't belong in the kitchen. What the hell is that? They're cookies. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're poor all... little sad things. Yeah. So I was, she was like, I can make anything that has cheese in it delicious, and can do some baking Italian dishes, but, uh, and some banging Italian dishes, but baking is definitely not my forte. I was like, are those cookies? She said, cookies? Dog vomit? Who knows? I accidentally used a whole stick of butter instead of a half. <laughs> oh, so I they said, oh, it looked like you just need a little baking powder. She said, the really sad part is these are just the kind that comes pre-done. All you have to do is add butter and a little water. And I somehow fucked it up. <laughs> I didn't know you had ones that you could just buy butter like, to water like, oh, for. damn. <laughs> and she was like, friendships must be built on a solid foundation of alcohol, sarcasm, inappropriateness, and shenanigans. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I love you. Oh. <laughs> also, I made brownie cookies that look really weird, but taste fucking delicious. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Is that what she just sent you? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Little does she know that your text message is now going on <laughs> to the, on podcast. the podcast. Anyway, but uh, go ahead and wrap things up, Jamie, because we're at 53 anyway. Oh, okay. So here's a big thing, and I'm just going to add this. Oh, go ahead. So Kelly Rippa is catching some, like, slack. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, oh, that's people right. People were talking about what time they normally eat Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. We're eating Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow at 3. What time yeah. are we eating? Uh, it's like between 3 and 4.30. Right. Kelly Rippa is disgusted, and she's like, I don't understand how you people are eating it. It's dinner. It's supposed to be at dinner time. Dinner time in my house is 8 o'clock. Kelly Who Rippa is eating- eats at 8 o'clock at night? Kelly Rippa is eating her Thanksgiving dinner at 8 o'clock at night. So, my question is, for those of you- what time do you eat Thanksgiving dinner? I would like to know. So write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on TikTok. Well, at least me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, Danielle. You <laughs> no, can <I> know. <laughs> hear us on all your major platforms where you listen to your podcasts. But we have one thing that um, other radio stations don't. Or other podcasts don't. <laughs> Don't. Let me just say this right now. Kelly Rip is so fucking out of touch with like middle class America because nobody fucking eats dinner at eight o'clock unless you're like nuts. I know our boss sometimes eats dinner at eight o'clock because she's still going like 20 fucking hours a day, but nobody fucking eats dinner at eight o'clock and ain't nobody eating Thanksgiving then. At that point, by the time eight o'clock rolls around, we've already done eight, cleaned up, had our pie, and went Christmas shopping at the places that are fucking open and have been home. Right. And then and on our second a, plate of food. Right, came home and has a fucking turkey sandwich. Yeah, we're on like our second plate of food. So Kelly Rippa, like you're completely like, you know, out of there. But on another note, you can find us on the WMLD, <laughs> the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Friday morning at 10 o'clock. And, and if you miss it, that's okay. 
They replay us on Saturdays at 7 o'clock, we think. <laughs> Still, we're fucking assholes and we don't look. I actually changed it on my phone because for the longest time, it would go off every Saturday at 12.55 as if it was going to go on at 1 o'clock. So I just finally changed it to remind me to see if they play us or not on Saturdays at 7 like they're supposed to. But that's okay. If you missed that, that's all right because I'm going to post this on Sunday uh, to our mother account, which is uh, SoundCloud. So no matter what, it's going to be there. You guys will hear it. Check it. Listen to us on WMLD. Listen to us wherever you can find podcasts. In the have meantime, a, we, have a safe, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. In the meantime, bye. Bye.